podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music i'm eddie colazzo and with me as always is brooks oglesby hello hello brooks oglesman We're greetings here. back at fun point in the yeah. studio feels like it's recording. been a while it, it, it actually it's only been t- the, the last one was a while right but um with no chemia in our lives we had to kind of move on to a you know, some new melodies. Yeah, we had to give ourselves a cool mohawk and buy a big black leather jacket. We all look like Pesci now from JoJo. Uh-huh. We all look like our cool ne- punks. Our next became those huge, like, moai statues. Uh-huh. And now we're here to talk about music. Um, I, I gotta say, I, I have, in, in my life, just to give the update, uh, I'm done with my classes. Thank you. Woo! We love it. You're gonna call me in, in one week. I'll be Eddie. Uh, two bachelors. Yeah. Palazzo. Yeah. Are you I, gonna stun on him at commencement? Yeah, I'm going. I, I'm, I'm going because. Well, just, I was like, hey, I'm graduating college. I should probably invite my mother. I'm sorry if I talked about this on one of our shows, but I should probably <laughs> invite my mother uh-huh. to my college graduation. And I said, hey, um, I'm graduating college in like a couple weeks, and she says, I thought you did that already. <laughs> so owned oh so not n- double owned because one that and also two i could have gone by without going to commencement <laughs> that's true and but now I you get to spend 150 dollars on a big smock that you have to I wear did, once but they said uh, i was like wow this is expensive and they were like would you like to pay 25 extra dollars to wear this rope around your neck that says you have good grades and i said absolutely I yeah for sure i have good grades yeah, yeah everybody's gotta know one funny thing is, uh, there was one guy in line behind me, and he goes, oh, "I'm not getting one of those." So, uh, you know, that was, another that funny thing that. is, if you get a high enough grade point average, they will say "come load" after your name. I will be graduate. What's the second one? I I will be graduating uh, magna, magna cum, cum- <laughs> Did you like that one, Kim? No, no. Sorry. Why would I like that? That's because I got good grades. He worked for this. He had to grind for this view. Everyone knows that. Sorry, I won't. I won't graduate with honors next time. <laughs> I'm trying to remove it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, has has your your situation? Uh, it's What's good. Doing? I'm done. I never have to take a college class again. Finally, thank you. Um, it's my favorite Buddy Holly song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's good now. I can just. I got my official contact lens s- supplement today. Oh, oh, so you're good at it now. Uh, hey, so, yeah, was that, was that, a, <laughs> that was yeah, that was point. last, that was the Kimmy episode where my eye was broken, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, this time, uh, the last time I put on my contact lenses, I'm pleased to report that I was able to put them in in 11 minutes, which Woo! is, which is down from two hours, and I took them <laughs> out in three I mean, minutes, which is, again, down from two hours, so we're getting Huge, there. huge progress, I yeah. gotta say. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, I, everybody was clapping in my bathroom, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, now let's use your special eyes to take a look at yeah. our album this week. Yeah? Yeah. It is a Patreon request from friend of the show, Andy. Mm-hmm. Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain by Pavement. Uh, Wikipedia tells me it's the second studio album by this American indie rock band released February 2nd, 1994. Ingenious tells me that this album was, uh, immediately recognized by Rolling Stone magazine for, quote, 
suddenly turning into a real band. Okay. Gushing with almost insultingly gorgeous melodies, which is true, but also a very funny way to talk about a band that you like. I, I Pitchfork really likes it, I think. So that's yeah. how you know it's good. They said, what was the one of, I think Gold Sounds was like their number one song of the 90s. It's Gold Sounds or Cut Your Hair, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But um, what did you think of it? I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah, it turns out that um, I have a lot more time to listen to music when I'm not writing final papers. So like this mm-hmm. whole week I was just like, let's listen to Pavement. Yeah. Again, it's the the, the 40, like 40 to 45 minute length album is perfect for me because i can listen to it in a day driving to and from school. yeah it's it's a sweet sweet length mm-hmm. um so the, 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 I, we gave the instructions last week or last episode but if you just search for like pavement and go to their page there's like the super special best of the super juniors deluxe edition of yeah, crooked yeah, yeah. rain which has like 52 songs on it <laughs> Yeah. But if you just search for Crooked Rain itself, you get the regular one with 12 songs. So right. that's going to be the one we're talking about yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Speaking um, of Best of the Super Juniors, I don't think Andy will mind that we're talking about this on their episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you see that Chris Jericho is selling his underwear on in his house today? Are you going? <laughs> uh, apparently all the good stuff was already uh, bought and I had to go Snatched to my... Up. I had to go to my Walmart Vision Center appointment, but... Uh, uh, but maybe, maybe Chris will, uh, like, extend it, and I'll pop over there and grab some stuff. A, a funny, uh, if we should mention, the pain maker on this episode. Right. Um, I was buying gifts for my cooperating teachers today, and the one, one who's, like, my wrestling friend, I did definitely get him a Chris Jericho action figure. Hell yeah. So, it's like the Roy's Jericho version. Yeah. It's Mr. Wilson, do not listen to this until <laughs> two weeks from now, <laughs> yeah. when you have it. Yeah, when you've graduated and you can't be hurt anymore. Yeah, exactly. A kid, uh, the kid with the the very cool name that I told you about off air, uh-huh. he did ask me to add him on Discord. <laughs> cool. So I said, okay, uh, on my last day here, I'll give you my Discord name and send me an invite after the, when you're done with graduation. Wait, question. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. I know you're doing a podcast. Yeah, go for it. But, uh... When you give this kid your Discord name, mm-hmm. is that Discord name the same as all of your other online names? Well, oh, shit. find out literally yeah. everything oh, yeah. about you, and that might be... I need to change all my names now. You might need to, like, regress to one or of your old it. usernames. I'll just change my Discord name to, like... Something goofy. To, like, Jim Bob Ghostkeeper. Yeah. 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 It's me, Brock well, like, Tringle, sure in 2019. I've had before of something, mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. Like, There's a paper trail. Sure. And then this, Just consider that, because if he gives it to people who aren't graduated yet, or whatever, And then this student will, will be like, damn, I can't believe Mr. Kaleza said Tyrone Targaryen new boot goofing. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, right. you gotta see Mr. Uh, C's post! I want him to see me out here guiding. <laughs> That's the goal. It's, it's role model status. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the album. Uh-huh. Uh, first song, Silence Kid. Um, very on brand for us to start with the song about cranking your hog. So, yeah, this is one of the <laughs> many songs about jacking off on this album. <laughs> uh, they get you in the end with it. It's because at first it's like the song's kind of about how, like, it's it's fine to be quiet sometimes, which is a bold move for a punk band to write a song about. 
Mm-hmm. And it's about how uh, humans are bad or whatever. And then he just completely changes the tempo and says, hand me the drum, drum stick, stick, and then starts talking about taking ecstasy and jacking off. Uh-huh, screwing yourself with your hands. Yeah. And this is kind of the thought they leave, Mr. Mr. Malcolmus leaves us on. I don't like his name. <laughs> I did recently discover that his name is Stephen Malcolmus, uh-huh. which sounds like a Tim and Eric thing. It it really does. Um, have you watched? I think you should leave. No, I don't know what that is. Everybody keeps it's, talking about it. It's very. It's a sketch comedy show on Netflix. Every okay. episode is like eighteen minutes long. Oh, that's good. And uh, and basically, imagine like uh, I think Tim Heidecker is in one of the skits. But okay, imagine if Tim and Eric lived in the world that Drill creates in his tweets. Okay, and like that's the show. The one thing I saw on Twitter was, like, there was some, like, in-memoriam award segment uh-huh. that also included, like, the mode of death or something like that. The mode that. of death. And someone was like, they usually don't put that yeah, in. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. throat slashed. <laughs> the funny thing is, it was at the Baby of the Year competition, so all these were previous Babies of the Year. Okay. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, it seems yeah. pretty good. It's funny. Um. Anyway... Screw yourself with your hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, th- this one. Um, I had to stop pre-production because I wrote a I wrote a joke about this one. Um, okay, lay it on me. Let me pull it up. So, did you hear about this song? How like people they misunderstand what the title is a lot because like on the yeah, back album that. cover they thought Silence it was like Kit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I just think that's interesting because people think uh-huh. the song is okay, called Silent Kit. I... Okay. And then the okay. verse verse says, "Don't lose your graceful tongue." Okay. Which Kit Harrington is the actor who plays Jonathan Aegon Snow on Game of Thrones. Just something to think about. Some kind of brand synergy here. I want to just do a thought experiment quick. I'm going to Google Aegon Targaryen. And see if Kit Harrington shows up first? Yep, it's all Jon Snow. <laughs> oh, I love that. I do love Game that. Of, hey, Game of Thrones season 8 spoilers. Jon could still be Azor High. Oh, cool. <laughs> What the awesome. fuck are we? What the fuck are we? Sorry to bring like post Game of Thrones shit on here. It's just such a constant nightmare of living in a world where this show exists. It's so good. Yeah. What if the Night King just comes back and gives John a mulligan and he becomes a Zora High? My favorite theory is that. Um, so for uh, those who d- either don't listen to Pigot or don't watch Game of Thrones, first of all, God bless you. Second, in the last episode of the show, there was a big battle. And near the end of it, uh, the main character, Jon Snow, was about to die, and he kind of charged out towards the zombie dragon and yelled in its face. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's very stupid, but the literally the only way you could interpret this is he's, like, just making a last stand. Like, yeah. he's about to die, and he's, like, maintaining his strength yeah. and he's courage. He's facing God and walking backwards into hell. And people are like, actually, he yelled go because he was giving a signal to Arya to attack the... <laughs> what the fuck are you doing these poor people really just want their show to be good they wanted to did you ever watch um i think it's h bomber guy the like sherlock thing about how there's supposed to be a secret fourth good episode of sherlock no (laughs) it's the same thing anyway we'll save we got to save this for for yeah yeah we'll have a nice four hour episode on sunday uh it's is good (laughs) it is good uh Elevate me later. Why you complain and ta ta? Okay, so that's the the main thing I want to focus on for this. The ta, the ta, because it's like it's it's a it's a funny like like uh what's the word like 
I don't care it's about a- this. Like, this is beneath me. Ta! You know, like, ta! But all I could think about was, you know how, like, hardcore bands and stuff, they'll always yell something before the breakdown? Yeah. And Seth like, Rollins right. will say, burn it down. Yeah, all right, I want to see all you fucking people moving. Let's get this shit going! <laughs> ta! Ta! <laughs> <laughs> That is something, like, I, again, I had very limited experience with Pavement prior to this pick. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, at this point in the album, I'm very, like, surprised with the sort of chill, melodic tempo so far in these songs. Yeah. Like, I thought it'd be kick- getting kicked in the teeth every song. I, I thought, like, it was just kind of chill indie rock. Oh, yeah? Like, I thought it was Animal it was- Collective. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of did. I thought it was like, like early before Animal Collective, Animal Collective. See, I just heard the, t- I heard Spit on a Stranger by Pavement, and I was like, I'm not fucking, I'm, I'm, my hair isn't gelled back enough for this. Yeah, the band is called Pavement, so. Oh, we did, um, at my, me and my, um, the teacher I mentioned before, we did come up with our fictional, like, uh, band, and, and we're called Bone Cement. So. Oh, that's cool. That's going to be our future project, yeah. Oh, okay. Can't wait to talk about it on the show. But it it, it does just feature, like, so far since we came up with this funny joke, it's just us going, like, bone cement. Like, <laughs> just crab walking through the school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, anytime we hear, like, something out of context, just doing a breakdown noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, that's, this is why they're not going to hire me next year. <laughs> yeah. They'll never um, let you be the principal, because all of your announcements will just be... Yeah, it, it's every dun, dun, dun. announcement for uh, uh, please today's come to lunch home. menu is yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I th- so this song is apparently about how like it's rich about people. like rich people bad working mm-hmm. class good, mm-hmm. but then there's some confusing concepts in the second verse where it's like as you sleep with electric guitars and all that and like in front bottoms voice, but then uh-huh. and it's you know it's talking about like having nice cars and stuff. But he says that he wouldn't want to shake their hands because they're in such a high-protein land. Mm-hmm. Now, I was under the impression that protein was like a working-class thing. That's because not something thinking, I associate with the rich. You're thinking about, like, pumping iron. Like, yeah. You're thinking about gains. What other kind of protein is there? Maybe he doesn't want to shake their hands because he knows that everyone who, like, takes lots of protein is very strong. Right, because yeah, rich people care about handshakes. Exactly, yeah. Okay. You so win this round, would- Malcolmus. You've got me this time, Mr. Malcolmus, but I'll be back. Um, it's good. Yeah. Ta! Uh, ta! Next up we have <laughs> Stop Breathing! Which has been stuck in my head all fucking week. Stop Breathing! This is the one that's... Now. It just... I literally... I couldn't get to sleep, like, two nights ago, because I was just, like, head in my pillow going, Stop breathing! Breathing mm. for me! Um... This song is is about uh, we we love our troops. It's about tennis. <laughs> um, also, the like guitar gave me like anxiety sometimes because it's like slightly like discordant at uh-huh. times, and I was like, oh, I don't. That's not how it's supposed to sound. Yeah, but then they do it, and it's it's good actually. It is good. I do like the the guitar. Write it on a postcard. I, yeah, again, I broke. Yeah. Apologizing for slipping into front bottoms. That's okay. Voice, the, it just, listen, pavement paved the way for front bad. bottoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this song is like about tennis or like being a soldier or something. I think it's about being a soldier. 
But there's the metaphor because it's volley and serve and court and stuff. Uh huh. So it seems like a punk band would probably write about war before tennis. But I'm just saying. I mean, I'm going to take any opportunity here. I can to salute our troops. So well, I, you know. I, that's how I feel about tennis. That's why when I was hanging out at your house, I was like, let's play fucking Mario Tennis. Yeah, now I know why you're so into Mario Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the troops of the sports world. Are you stealing Waluigi's valor by yeah. hitting a sick overhand serve? Uh-huh. <laughs> but then, so whether you whether you're in the the fun point camp that thinks it's about tennis or the camp that thinks it about it's about war, there is a line where he just says, "Nothing gets me off so completely," which makes made yep. me do glowing eyes thinking emoji every time I heard it. Uh huh. Um. So again, kind of a more, you know, cranking. A lot of, a lot but it's of like it's like he's reading aloud the things they carried, and then just like in the middle of it, and he's like, and then I jerk it, yeah. Which uh, I guess listen. soldiers do. You gotta listen in the, <laughs> when you're when in the. When there are no vol cells in a foxhole. Exactly, exactly. Because everyone's you know going to town on their hogs. Mm-hmm. That's what they did on that that one day on Christmas in World War One when they were like, we're not going to do war today. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, thank you for the uh, the, pa- the patronage, Andy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I apologize if a vacuum is picked up on, on the recording. Yeah, we don't want to lose any of this quality. Audio. We can't. We can't lose any of this. No, uh, so we're just we're just gonna power through. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to cut your hair. Now this <gasps> is the song. That- I can never I I have like no memory of having heard this song before, but I already knew some of the words. So yeah, I guess it was just like ambiently Darling, playing in the nineties when I was a kid. And cut your hair. I'm I just am, a I, boy. Didn't you? Also, didn't you? You get a new haircut recently? I did. I got an I got a new haircut two days ago, and I I was walking around like a jogging track. With my new contacts and my new haircut, listening to the song, and I ooh, new, I I've just found good information that will help us solve this mystery. Uh, down on the Genius page, it says uh, this song is sampled in "Peek Out" by Girl Talk. Now that's probably where that's I heard it. Probably where we know it from. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Girl remember Talk? Girl Talk? <laughs> I do remember Girl Talk. I liked it though. Yeah, I did like it. That you could just walk into any party at that time and the girl talk would be playing. Yeah, and I like I I it makes me it makes you feel like a genius because it's like ah yes Andre three thousand I know him. Ah, here we go. It's my boy three stacks. Yeah, I'm the music genius and I have a music podcast. <laughs> this um, song fucks. I like it. I know it's, it's really like, good. I know it's, it's like the I I like float on modest mouse, but like it's good. Yeah. Listen, float on. I like dashboard. You know, dashboard's good. Dashboard's good. This is this is the dashboard of this album. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's um, the it's the the classic. I feel like this is the fourth or fifth album that we've looked at where their biggest hit is a song saying that music isn't good. Yeah, it's kind of a, a trend. Uh, yeah, I did like at the end. He's like he's saying career, but it sounds like he, he's he says Korea. Korea. It's extremely Korea. I just like Korea. It's just like okay, yeah. It's like a turn. Attention and fame's a Korea. Okay, it's a me, a Mario. It's a me, a Mario. Papa catch a barracuda. Papa catch- Did you see the drummer's hair? <laughs> this is this is like we just created a fucking like children's like jump rope rhyme. Did uh-huh. you see the drummer's hair? If we <laughs> Korea, Korea. Papa catch a barracuda. Papa catch. Like- <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, uh, this is this is the single. It's good. Yeah. What? Uh, let's see. I'm getting some facts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is me at a concert because it is like it's it's supposed to be in, a, in like a bad like a bad sarcastic way, but it's like I went to a concert and I don't remember any of the lines of the songs, but I thought the drummer looked cool. Like that's extremely me at every concert I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Advertising looks and chops a must. No big hair. Get it out of here. Get it. out. We don't want it. I personally, I. How do we feel about big hair? As I feel like you're kind of the hair metal correspondent. I. It's you not, see you see poison white snake and you say very good. Okay, I, I, I see poison and I say that's fucking good. But I know it's not. I, that's me. Like I know I'm on the wrong side of history on that one. Yeah, it's me listening to the front bottoms and being like, "This sucks," and I love it. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at Poison Band and they look pretty cool. Let's see. Let's take a look here. Poison Band. Um. Okay. Not bad, but again, look at these fucking idiots. They're cool. It's really bad. I want I want Poison to come play my homecoming. <laughs> Petition, please send at one thousand dollars a month on Patreon. We will get Poison to play Pegot Fest. Yeah, twenty twenty. Couples only. Every rose has its thorn dance. <laughs> uh. Anyway, let's cut your hair. Let's cut your hair. <laughs> Next up, we have Newark Wilder. It's Jersey, baby. It's Jersey. I I know. I'm glad they gave us. Um, oh, this is fun. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what's good is I was thinking like, oh no, I'm gonna have to edit this out, but that was funny, so I'll leave it in. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's good radio. It's good radio. Uh, let's see. Newark Wilder. Here we go. Um, apparently this is what Genius tells me. They're just like, yeah, we were close to Newark. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like at first it's like, oh, okay, this is the, we already had the nostalgia music song and the the song about jacking off. So the other, stand, like, standby song and fun, fun point is the one about New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So this one, like, is called Newark Wilder, but then it just seems like it's just talking about fucking a person who's not your wife. Mm-hmm. This is what I thought pavement sounded like. Uh-huh. The fly, 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 don't try, 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 try. Yeah. Just kind of this style of, like, indie rock. I was like, yeah, that's probably pavement to me. Yeah. I um, will say, this is, I think this was the high point of Front Bottom's voice on the album. Okay. Because I remember when Mr. Malcolmus gets to the fly, fly, fly part, he's like, he's doing his damnedest. Uh-huh. <laughs> But again, I again I like crackly indie guy voice because it makes me feel included. Mm-hmm. When it's like, like don't worry, do don't worry, buddy, I can't hit these notes either. Yeah, we're doing our best here. Yeah, but then Steven kind of loses me because he just starts kind of like moaning into the mic during the chorus. Yeah. Uh, and also, again, it's another horny one, but this one isn't funny. Yeah, it's not as <laughs> yeah. It's just like I. It's like Littlefinger voice. I need a right to touch her. She won't yes. let you wait for me to for me to touch you or something. Yeah. And it's. I need the right to touch her, Lady Sansa. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. like I get it. It's the '90s. People were fucking, but like, grow mm. up. Grow up. Pass on this one. You fucking in this economy. <laughs> uh. And so then at the have... end, yeah, at the end, he's like, "Can't you stuff me?" And it's like, "All right, let's." Stuff all right. me, stuff it. Yeah. Um. Which no. I, it's like a killing metaphor, also. I think it means getting. St- According to genius, it's like turn me into the taxidermy fox, but also have sex. 
it means stuff me full of delicious treats. Uh-huh. Just fill me with spaghetti and, and put treats into my face. Uh-huh. Render unto uh, me a treat. Next up, we have Unfair. I like this one. And this this must be how, like, when people from New Jersey, who aren't from New Jersey, listen to Bruce Springsteen. There's there's truly a lot of Bruce vibes on this album. But it's the, it's the opposite. It's, like, California. Uh-huh. So kind of a, we can get a little chili peppers in I here. was good. So my first, I forgot that my first note for the song was this, but my first note is finally a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. <laughs> because it there's really one, is just naming later, places in California. There's one later that actually sounds like one. Uh-huh. But, yeah, this song is just kind of list of places in California. Yeah. But then um, it's very good, because then Mr. Malcolmus goes, Walk with yeah. your credit card in the air! And Mr. Ketis could never. He he would never even try such a thing. He would never talk about swinging nunchucks like you just don't care. My other... Okay, so I have two other notes on, on this song. One is he says, let's burn the, the hills of LA! Like, that's a very weird way to say it, and it sounds kind of like the JoJo narrator. Like, uh-huh. the hills of Beverly, where the celebs are out and about. Yeah. Sacto, Northern Cal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my last one is this song could sounds like it could have been in a Tony Hawk game. Oh, word. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. I kind of get that vibe from it. Yeah. Definitely. It's like American Wasteland vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it could fit in. Yeah. Um, I just, I learned in this song that apparently Northern South California have a bit of a rivalry, which is just sort of cool educationally to learn. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the only thing I can relate that to. I, the reason I know that is from the fucking fighting game community. <laughs> like, okay. That's, that's my, like, way in on that one. But it's kind of like here how there's five boroughs in New York and everyone hates Staten Island. Mm. So, you know, it happens. Yeah, it's like how um, if you go to Florida and you go to North Florida and then you go to Miami, it's very different. Mm hmm. Weird. You get you get different kinds of racism everywhere you go in Florida. Yeah. God, I can't I can't wait to be in Miami later this summer. Spoilers. And just eat <laughs> like a big Cuban sandwich. Yeah. I'm now there was a big it. rivalry between Tampa and Miami that um, I will say. Tampa did win the vote on the best Cuban sandwich in Florida. Tampa did. Tampa did. It was Ain't a big no. point of contention. Ain't no law says I can't have two Cubans. I know? guess you gotta have two and figure I it out. I guess I gotta eat two Cuban sandwiches. It's like how I had to go to their, my favorite New York-style pizza joint in, in Tampa. I eat there all the time because they import their New York-style water. And mm-hmm. then I went to Brooklyn and I had a delicious uh, New York slice and uh, it was it, it was better. No offense. It was good there. It was, <laughs> it was better it. in New York. Listen, listen, I'm honest. Yeah. If I'm anything, um, let's check in with the uh, the Patreon. Yeah, please. dot com slash post Game of Thrones. If you like, you can uh, donate to us there. At one dollar a month, you get access to all our bonus episodes, which include Carry Me Home, where me and producer Kim and sometimes Brooks watch every uh-huh. Jim Carrey movie and rate them on a list. Uh, last month we did Man of the Moon. Brooks was on that one. I did, um, I just got a delicious, uh, chicken cheesesteak Florida Hoagie Fest from Wawa. And when I walked into the Wawa today, REM Man on the Moon was playing. And it was like, thank you. Oh, wow. Serendipitous. There you go. Uh, and, and, um, also me and Brooks do Words and Deeds, which is a Metal Gear Solid lore podcast. Mm-hmm. Two episodes of that up now. 
Get get in on the ground running. Get to, we're at the start of the Metal Gear Solid saga. Yeah, we're just talking about how much we like our Sun Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> I did distinctly... Oh, it must be for the fucking cowboy song on here where I rem- mentioned Revolver Ocelot. Oh, I'm so glad you also have a note about the cowboy song. Cause... Uh-huh. Um... At $5 a month, you get, uh, you can send us a message that we'll read on air. We, do we have, I believe it's a PGOT message, so we'll hold off on that one. Um, and we'll have, we'll give you a special shout out in episodes. This week's special, uh, user is, uh, let's see here, Kyle, with the generous $6.90 donation. Oh, thank you very much, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Very funny. Thank you, Kyle. Very funny on Patreon. For one of the funniest donations we have. The funniest donations you can do. Um, And at $10 a month, you'll get all that, plus special user status in Discord, and we'll make a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to do another Fire Pro stream soon, but I want to do it. I have to... Listen, I'm going to come clean on the the podcast here. I found a good deal on a PC gamer chair. Okay. So, you know the ones that look like race car seats? Yeah, where you're low to the ground. I'm going to have one of those, and it looks sick. And you want to... So you want to... all You, you need to get that I'm, first, I'm so that when you appear that, on stream... And one of the features is it can recline completely flat. So that's how I'm going to do my <laughs> my commentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I, yeah, I didn't want to say it when we were recording the predictions at your house, but when we were sitting in the chair in front of the mic, I was like, I wish these had speakers in it and also a, a, a coal for me to put my Mountain Dew cup in. It's just, it doesn't have, it, it's, listen, it's about comfort. It's about lumbar. Is it like support. black with red stripes and it's cool it, for gamers? Okay, they did have that option available, but I did go tasteful black and white. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't get the Mountain Dew Code Red edition. Coward. though. I know, it was $50 extra. That was oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash Post Game of Thrones. So, okay. yeah, I am still currently on the uh, the wooden, you know, four-legged chair with the... Yeah, the like kill a fucking queen caveman. Like a, yeah, Unga Bunga podcast. <laughs> but soon I will be a, a modern marvel of gaming uh-huh. enhancement. Yeah. Sometimes you sometimes uh, our patrons help us to, to get better mics, and sometimes they... They help our comfort in other ways. This is, this is out of my own pocket. This oh, yeah? Is, this is an Eddie original. Oh, yeah. very good. Because my dad's like, hey, I'm I'm sorry I can't be there for your graduation. I'm just going to send you some money. I was like, you mind if I I'm spend this in advance? I'm send you a big chair. I'm just going to go ahead and get this. So uh, <laughs> send yeah. me that when you get a chance, uh, Papa. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, next up, we have Gold Sounds. Which? Apparently the best song of the 90s, according to Pitchfork. To me, it's... To me, it is Gaslight Anthem to me. It is. It sounds very Gaslight Anthem. It's very, like, nostalgic, and it's very, like, I wish I was in the backseat of a pickup truck on the interstate. Like, it's very... Mm-hmm. Which is ga- what Gaslight Anthem is to me. Yeah. But, like, to call the best song of the 90s, I it it's obvious that me and Pitchfork have a very... When we think of the 90s, we think of very different things. It's very bold of them to say that in the same decade when No Rain Blind Melon was out. Exactly. I would think like that or like fucking Steal My Sunshine or something. Yeah. Is the song of the 90s. Not that it, that doesn't mean it's the best song. Yeah. But it is the most 90s you can be. Right. Did you have ever drink Sparkling Mystic? I don't know what that is. It's, it was a drink in the night, like Mystic, like the brand of like tropical juices and stuff. Uh huh. 
they had a sparkling. I didn't know it was. I just thought it was that that made it special. Oh, okay, so yeah, I, no I'm familiar with it. this now. And it was fucking delicious. And I, when I hear this song, I am eight years old again, and I'm yelling at Papa C. Yeah, you're playing. You're playing with your pogs, and you're eating Dunkaroos. I'm playing Pokemon Blue after not doing my book report, and I'm yelling uh-huh. at, at Papa C. Please give me the sparkling Mystic and a thing of um, sour warheads. Oh yeah, I'd like that very much. Um. Anyway, is this, like, I guess this is, their, Bond the Music Industry did a cover of it, apparently. Yeah? That's probably how I knew, I was like, oh, this song is probably famous. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the Tom Hardy of songs. Yeah. You uh, have to be famous to say, to put that many c- syllables on the word secret. Yeah. <laughs> secret, quick, 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 that's right, right now. Uh-huh. Um... He does um, the fucking, he does the, Mal, Mr. Malcolmus does the shit that he, he does like, in a couple other songs where he, it's a, it's originally, it's about how like, um, I'm cool and everybody else is like a caveman and they have no taste in music and it's my little secret. And then at the, the end Unga of the song. Ungabunga smashing pumpkins. Yeah, Ungabunga <laughs> stone temple pilots. Yeah. And then, um, it just changes to day drinking and liking a girl at the end. Mm. Which is like, all right. Which, yeah, okay, I, it, very written very, uh, you know, tra- just like this train of thought just kind of going off the rails. Yeah. Let's we'll see where this takes us. You're empty and I'm empty. We love it. Damn, we do live in a society. Damn, we do love it. <laughs> um, It's good. It's good. Next up we have 5 minus 4 equals unity. Don't know about this one. Uh, This is, I believe, uh, what's known as jazz? I've, I understand this is a bit of a jazz lounge track. I and I'm guessing that five four is the time signature the song is. Okay, because I just thought it was sort of a Narancha style math problem. Okay, five minus four equals unity. That's a word. Um, yeah, I mean it makes sense. I mean, yeah, one is sort of a united number. Okay, we, yeah, we are we are one like together uh, like, like the like nexus. People. We, you know, there's one race, the pavement race. Pavement race. And we're all cranking our hogs constantly. Uh-huh. That's a good piano on this one. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, hey, that's jazz, baby. It's about it's the piano you do play, right? That's <laughs> true. Um, I don't think piano features on any other song here, so it wasn't No, I think, yes. It's just kind of a Mr. Malcolmus needed to rest and some other people played some other instruments. But I, I wasn't expecting it. To be an instrumental, so I was like, okay, when's this one start? Wait. Yeah, same. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, let me check my, my phone here real quick. Yeah, and then I looked around and I was on the range, and I was like, wait, I don't think this is the same song. Next up, we have Range Life. And this is the fucking cowboy song of the and album. damn, I feel like Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> <laughs> now, does Revolver Ocelot hate cops? Because the... I wanna range life. Would Revolver Ocelot... Talk kindly about run from the pigs, the fuzz, the cops, the heat. I he did call uh, Naked Snake an American pig, right? That's true. He did do that. So I feel like he might be on our side. Yeah, I think so. And he does wear gloves. Okay. And he does skateboard, which the narrator he does do. Does skateboard. Revolver Ocelot would also have a Walkman for sure. Revolver Ocelot hates the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh yeah. Um, and, and yeah, the Stone Temple Pilots, right? They're also here. Yeah. 
This is a um, song about how sometimes you have to walk off stage and forego all of the fake shit and go milk a fucking cow. This is what new boot goofing sounds like. <laughs> it's true. This is the official theme of new boot goofing. I really like this song. It's nice. This also, I did see a thing once that was the funny, like, hand, big strong handshake meme. Yeah, sure. But, which is, as we all know, just a Venn diagram. Yeah. But it was, like, people on the far right and people on the far left, and they're agreeing over just, like, going out into the wilderness and living alone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The song has the most fucking 90s line of all time, which is, Out on my skateboard, the night is just humming, and the gum smacks are the pulse I'll follow if my Walkman fades. Yep. (laughs) Just like, yeah, you hit all of them. You got some fucking Furbies in here, dude. Yeah. See where we go. See where it takes us. Now, I did learn about the famous Smashing Pumpkins Stone Temple Pilots verse at the end. Apparently, Mr. Malcolmus does not like this verse anymore. I remembered fucking hate, hating the Stone Temple Pilots song on Guitar Hero 1 or whatever it was. Uh, they have one on Guitar Hero 2, and it's the worst song on the entire, ha- like... Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, is that the how- fucking Paper Heart song? That's, been a- yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's... Tripping on a hole in a paper heart? Yeah, that one. At least, like, 1979 is okay. Yeah. You know how Billy Corgan owns Impact Wrestling? Yeah. He did do <laughs> what that. What the fuck happened there? I don't know. Isn't yeah. he also like a Joe Rogan now? It's yeah, he wanted to have the be he wanted to own the one independent wrestling project that wasn't run by Bully Ray currently. Uh, <laughs> I mean listen, if you're gonna choose one. Mm-hmm. I wanna rain life. You know what th- this did kind of remind me of? The the SpongeBob episode when Sandy sings about the Texas. I wanna go home. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I miss my twenty acres. Yeah. <laughs> big big inspiration from this. Big one. inspiration. So apparently, Mr. Malcolmus thought that the third verse. The quote is: "At the time, it was an attempt to be topical, kind of like an ironic rap song." And a way okay. to make fun of the whole indie, we're cool, you're not cool thing, but I probably wouldn't do that now. Kind of a weird owl on this one. I think maybe they were trying to to do a, a chili pepper on that one. But they sort of didn't even try to do rap, they just did cowboy shit. They did And not <laughs> even in like, the, they could have done Old Town Road shit, but they didn't. They did it, they fucked it up in a different way. I mean, it's good, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, uh, you know, Death of the Author, to me, is just about being Revolver Ocelot. It is about being Revolver Ocelot. Um, uh, next up we have... Let's fucking go. Heaven is a truck. Louder for the people in the back. Heaven is a truck. <laughs> Fuck, dude, it sure is. <laughs> the first line of the song is Heaven is a truck. <laughs> there are some times where, like, I'll just listen to the album without looking at the track, so I won't, like, remember which song is which at first. This one does not let you do that. Yeah, right off the, right off the bat. Um, as I was doing research for a Slap City pick, I ended up on some fucking, like, complex page that was like, the 50 best opening lines in rap music. Sure. And I was like, oh, I gotta read this. But, um, if we're doing the 50 best lines in indie rock, Heavy as a Truck has gotta be. This is calm, this is the call me Ishmael of punk. Yeah. Now, the genius page for this one is is a fucking treat. Okay. Hit me because with it. it's every annotation on this one is written like somebody who's just desperately trying to meet the word count. Uh-huh. Let me hit you with sort of one of the general sort of findings from this song. 
Trucks are generally thought to be the largest vehicles on the road, with more power than other cars. <laughs> it makes heaven seem just as powerful and large. <laughs> we interviewed 100 people. What's the largest thing you find on the road? <laughs> it's so good. I think he just likes his truck, dude. Yeah, it's like, the second verse seems like it's about, like, fucking again, but mostly it's about first I park my truck, then I fuck my truck. Mm-hmm. And listen, sometimes that's all you gotta do. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one's about what happened as a truck. It's good. I like it. Yeah, it's what it says on the tin. Right, it's, I, you get exactly what you're expecting right up front. Uh-huh, you get truck. You, you get truck. Um, let's see, next up we have Hit the Plane Down. And this is the Peppers one. Oh, because it's sort of a distorted, different singing. It's not kind even Steve on this singing. one. First, you get that, like, funky bass. And it's about what if drugs were real, and also I crashed the plane. As, during the intro, when the bass is going, like, you could imagine Mr. Ketis going like, huh, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, sound like that. Uh-huh. Ta. Ta. And then fucking just give it away now, starts playing. Yeah. Hit the plane, hit the plane, hit the plane, plane hit down. Hit the plane down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess um, so. So, I say that to say this, that I don't like this one that much. Yeah, this one's not my fave. Uh, this is about a plane kind of crashing and everyone dies, and also what if drugs are there? Yeah, but I did, so I did know um, from my time with uh, the, with the, the famous band of Peppers, I did know that when they say don't even snow, I do know that mm-hmm. snow is a famous musical metaphor for the drug known as cocaine. You so don't that's want just no something. part of this shit, do it, Cox. <laughs> Thinking I might want some of that cocaine. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good movie. It's really good. Yeah. Even if you only watch the second half of it. Yeah, which I did. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, not not my favorite. Yeah. I don't know. It, it sounds like like I, any like I can take like a verse with like the distorted vocal, you know, mm-hmm. for like that effect. But if it goes the whole song, I'm like, yeah, it's, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I've had enough of this. Sh- I, yeah, I don't like, want no part of this shit. You know? It's like, all right, Solomon Crow, calm down. <laughs> uh, you have anything you want to say no. about this one before we get to the last one? Hit the plane down. That's pretty much it. Film or jive. Last song. Um, there is my first thing is there. This is how smart I am. Okay. Um, again, one. This is how I expected pavement to sound. So okay. There's that. But I think there's a line where he mentions like riding on a Vespa. Yep. And I was like, there's no way Vespas existed in the 90s. Uh-huh. They're just... What I was thinking of were Segways. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... I the street punks in the 90s on their fucking Segways. Yeah, on their Segways. Yeah, listen, they're from, like, California, San Francisco, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not totally out of the question to think that I might be smart. In yep. Zoe 101, they all got little mopeds in, like, 2003, so there's no way of saying that they couldn't have had segues. You're a Zoe 101 fan, huh? I was a big Zoe 101 guy back in the day, yeah. I never got into it. I never, never watched the in- live action. Any of those, like, live show, live action shows, like, yeah, on any of them, like, if it was Zoe 101 or, like, fucking Bug Juice. You weren't like, a Drake and Josh guy. Didn't get into Drake and Josh. Yeah? I, yeah, I don't know were you why. Into, were you into Cousin Skeeter? Absolutely not. I hated that child. <laughs> I under the did not enjoy Cousin I, Skeeter. I'm glad he was killed by slime. I'm glad he stunk so bad they had to cancel the show. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Now, were you like an all that kid? I did like all that. Yeah, now all that just, it's, because you're funny, I can tell that you watched all that. I, exactly, because I said I'm the Frenchman who sits in a bathtub and this is what comedy Now, Pierre Escargo is funny. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Thank you, Keenan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's funny. <laughs> uh, but I do feel like if I went back now, if I was like, I think I'm gonna dip into an episode of The Amanda Show. Yeah. I'd probably kill myself before the end of the episode. Well, that's, you just, cause you'd, you'd see Hillbilly Moment, it'd be so funny. It would be <laughs> so, he'd get hit with a fish and then my heart would just explode <laughs> out of my chest. The fatality. Uh huh. Amanda so, Bynes wins, flawless victory. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maha. Anyways. <laughs> So, speaking of funny voices, on this one, Stephen Malcolmus is doing kind of a funny, high, kingly voice in this song. He's kind Did of the you, nightman on this one. It's got, hey, lady, what do you need? Yeah, delightful caprice. You literally says, I'd like to invite you to a, a taste of my chalice. <laughs> See those rockers with their long, curly locks? <laughs> um, hey... Never mind, I would say I'm gonna okay. talk about the Nightman some more, but I mean we'll we got we gotta keep his memory alive. Yeah. The voice well I mean he did talk, so we'll always have that. Yeah. This song is jungle land to me. Okay. No, no magic I will, rat. I will not, not explain the magic rat. It's just, <laughs> no. you know, it's it's the long outro song. It's a, just about I don't know what's going on, but it's like about how it's sad to be a kid punk or something. What, what's happened to Stephen Malkus, he says to me, this is the last song on the album, it's called Fillmore Jive. I said, I don't know, Fillmore, is, isn't that like a San Francisco? Wasn't that like Rocco's that? Modern Life's friend? Yeah, and then... but, but uh, then, I, then I'd be like, oh, can you just, he's like, I have an idea here. I'll change it to fucking um, Edison Jive. And okay. I'm like, oh, New Jersey, I understand now. Okay. <laughs> I know that place. This whole song makes sense to me now, I understand that it. it's relatable. Uh-huh. Now, do you, are you, are you hip to the, the verse controversy in this song? Ooh, what's that? Now, in verse three, there's a line that says their composures are so distracted. Jasper's skinny arms. Now, okay. official lyrics are hard to track, but there's a big contention among the pavement community over whether he's saying Jasper's skinny arms or Jasbo's skinny arms. Hey, it's me, Jasbo! Yeah, I'm, listen, I think the fun, I think fun point's gonna come down on it being Jasbo on this one. Gompa, you go come around here or not tonight? <laughs> I'll be right over, Jasbo, and I'll finish. <laughs> oh, God. Snake, I'm your new weapon specialist, Z- Jasbo. Snake, Jasbo's skinny arms are known for their destructive <laughs> They can reach into any container. Remember the basics of CQC and do anything you can to disable Jasbo's skinny arm. <laughs> and that's the album. Jasbo's skinny arms. More than enough to kill anything that moves. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the album. Thank yeah. you, Pavements. Thank you, Malcolmus. I like it. Yeah, thank you, Malcolmus. Uh, thank you, Andy, for sending it in. Thank you, I Jasbo. I will dip into this every now and then, but I, and let me check if I'm wrong about this. I feel like Pavement is one of those bands with, like, 200 albums. Uh-huh. Which automatically makes me, like, scared to listen to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure most of them are good, but it's like, where the fuck do I even, like, start with this? But, uh, I did like it. Um, what's up for Slap City? Uh, yes. Uh, pulling it up now, and last time, I went first, so you're up first today. Okay. Um. What you got for me? Huh, I was between two. Um, I think I'm gonna go with, uh, 
Okay. I'm gonna go with a a, a hip hop song that's like. Ooh, it goes, so am I. Okay. Okay. It's into the. It's in the the beloved fun point category of Banksy, but good. Okay. So it's it's by a mellow music group featuring Open Mike Eagle, and it's Celebrity Reduction it's Prayer. Attention, let alone all of these mentions. This first time is a warning. The next move is suspension. Got my own lapses in thinking. My process is thinking. You're not Gandhi. You're not Yoda. You're not President Lincoln. Give a fuck if you was Oprah. We'll blitz her or Al Roker. If you try to put yourself over, I'll laugh at you like the Joker. This hellfire is my culture. Put magic all the these yeah, and it's it's a song where he raps about how um, celebrities go to the bathroom too, so you shouldn't um, put them on a pedestal. And also, he says he references the Joker in it, and I like it. I've been listening to it all week. That's fucking twisted, dude. It's good. Um, what do you got? So, for my choice, I wanted to pick something from the same year. So I looked up albums from 1994. And I was like, I'm going to go hip-hop on this one. Obvious choice, Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die. Didn't go there. Okay. Went off in a different direction. Uh, we're going to dip into a song by the M-E-T-H-O-D Man. Okay. Which you may know called Bring the Pain. Uh-huh. Go inside my astral brain, find out my mental, based on instrumental records. Hey, so I can write monumental methods. I'm not the king, but niggas is decaf. I stick them for the cream. Check it, just how deep can shit get? Deep as the abyss, and brothers is mad fish. Accept it, and your cross color, close your cross over. Think I totally crossed out and crisscross. Who the boss? Niggas get tossed to the side, and I'm the dark side of the force. Of course, it's the method. It's good. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> Hardcore from the brain. Let's go inside his astral plane, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's just huh? important to say that Method Man was in Scary Movie 3, so it's good. Can I say? It's good that he's yeah. back on the on, and back into the Peacock family. He's very funny. He is very funny. Um, unfortunately, Enter the 36 Chambers was off by one year. It came out in 1993. Oh, so. you hate to see it. There's always you next time. You hate to see it. Always next time, <laughs> yeah. Um, still good, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's get into questions. If you have a question, you can send it into funpointcast at gmail.com or funpointcast.tumblr.com. Uh, first question this week comes from Tumblr user Magnificent Sapcaddy, who asked, This is more of a question for Eddie because he's the prog man of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 5 minus 4 equals Unity is a good song, but what are some other good songs with fucked up time signatures? Um, in the Fun Point canon... You know the part of Blood and Thunder that's like... Yeah, that part's so... Right before the Split Your Lungs with Blood and Thunder part. Yeah, that's in, I know that's in 7-8. Oh, that part's which good. Is, which is, this, I believe, the same as 3-4, which is, like, waltz timing. Yeah, that's the part that I'm always, when I'm trying to to do my uh, little baby bench Lips. press, that's the part that I put on, and then I sit back as soon as he starts singing. It's like my pump-up part. Mm. And it works, and I'm fucking really jacked good. now, so... Mastodon does that a lot. Also, yeah. I don't know what time signature it's in, but um, the main riff of In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3 by Coheed and Cambria, like, the start, the intro, is mm. fucking good, and that's in some shit on... Like, I don't know, because I can't listen to something and be like, ah, oh, I know what time signature this is in. But if something comes up where it's like, hey, this part of a song you like is in fucking 5-4... Then I'll be like, oh, okay, and then from, like, so from now on, I'll be able to identify 5-4. Right. Because, oh, this sounds like the Pavement song. So that's my mm-hmm. 
Jeez. I got a fucking time signature for you. It's called fucking Jeremy Baramy from The Good Place. Thank you. It's called it's called four four, and yeah. everyone should only write songs. Like yeah, that. <laughs> and we were thankful. Uh, anonymous asked, "Hello, it's Andy." Hey, Andy. <laughs> I hope you liked it. Godparent of the pod. I just wanted to make sure you guys know that Billy Corgan hates pavement because of the Smashing Pumpkins line in Range Life. That rules. Speaking of Range Life, what's your favorite cowboy song? Song about being a cowboy slash cowboy adjacent, not necessarily country. Okay, thanks, see ya. Huh. I mean, right now, Old Town, Old Town Road is not Yeah, Old Town Road is the, is the obvious that's, answer. That's the obvious answer. Um, another obvious answer would have to be Cowboy Song by Thin Lizzy. <laughs> okay. It's good. Can you guess what it's about? Kind of, I, I would imagine sort of milking a cow, riding it. <laughs> it's about being a cowboy. Yeah, it's kind of a cowboy on that one. Uh, it's really good, though. It's one of their best songs. It's not, the boys are back down. <laughs> yeah. Then Lizzie is good. Fuck off. And, like, the only, like, cowboy songs that I'm really familiar with are the ones that, like, late career Undertaker would use on his way to the ring at WrestleMania. There is that Like, when Johnny Cash is like, there ain't no grave. Like, that's a very cowboy song to me. What, what, my chemical romance song is the cowboy one? Uh, hang on. a God. Hang on. Yeah, hang on. Yeah. One. That's it. Mass convulsions. I, my favorite cowboy song is the Blake Shelton Chew Tobacco Spit one. Boys. That's a, that's a song, huh? You didn't hear Boys Around Here? These boys around here drinking that ice cold beer? I mean, it sounds like it's something that could exist. But the I first don't. time I ever heard it, I was at a Dory Funk independent professional wrestling show, and it was playing before the the show started, and the chorus goes, Chew Tobacco, Chew Tobacco, Chew Tobacco Spit. And That's so cool. It's really good, and it put me in the zone for pro wrestling. And also, my other answer for the song for this question is accidental racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, Funpointcast at gmail.com. Uh, hey, time to pick next. To- it's Eddie's choice. Are you ready for my delightful Caprice Brooks Oglesby? I miss him so much. Uh, I'll give you. <laughs> A choice. Do you, would you, because I, uh, like, I'll be done with school after this week, so it's fucking whatever for me. Yeah, sure. But we'll have, I feel like both of us kind of have a little bit of free time. Mm-hmm. So, would you like to dip into something maybe a little more outside of your comfort zone? Sure. With a longer runtime. Okay. Or something kind of, like, accessible and on the shorter side? So we're gonna we're gonna do both of these at some point, yeah. Yeah. A- anytime I give a suggestion, it's something we're gonna talk about. Eventually, right. Yeah. Just yeah, kind yeah. of when you want to go about it. Hmm. You know, I think this is the least busy I'm gonna be for a while. Okay. So maybe we could do a fun one now, and then have a lighter one when I'm busy at Wrestleman School or something. So we're gonna cut. Okay, so we'll get into. I mean, it, it's you're the boss. I want you to whatever you think is is fits the situation. But I'm. I want to let you know that I'm fine with the big boy one. Okay, so uh, for the big boy one, let me bring up the page so I can do my gimmick. Okay. About it. Um, well, I know off the top of my head, this is the second studio album. That's a weird way of saying it. By this rock quartet. Okay. Uh, released October 7th, 2003. I already feel off balance by the way that you said that. Uh, it is, um... Is it just fucking, like, Led Zeppelin or something? It's Cody and Cambria. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
And it is not that one. I don't need good. That one's too easy. I want a harder one. <laughs> it is the t- the album of the song I mentioned before of having a cool time signature. It is in keeping secrets of Silent Earth three. In keeping secrets of Silent Earth, it's kind of a Roy one on this one in terms of kind titles. Of a Roy huh? one runs a tight sixty nine nice minutes. Now that's funny, so I can handle that. Uh. Okay. Pull up the track. Okay, so you're looking at the track list. I'm looking at the track list on this one. Uh Uh-huh. The Crowing seems like a normal title, but everything else... Oh, the Crowing's so fucking sick, too. (laughs) (laughs) And sort of... Well, there's a four-minute song on here. Oh, a two-minute song, actually. You know A Favorite House Atlantic. I do. Good eye, sniper. Oh, we're gonna get some good Claudio voice on the next episode. Oh, hell yeah. You, probably, you may know Blood Red Summer. I don't know. Unless it was on, like, a Tony Hawk soundtrack, I don't they, know. They, they would play it on Fuse a lot, the video. Oh, well, I guess I just didn't dip into Fuse enough. Yeah. Um, anyway. Now, I'm guessing, I'm just, this is shot in the dark, I'm guessing the Camper Valorium is your favorite part of the album. It is my least favorite part of the album. Okay, then maybe it's, tw- maybe 2113 might be your favorite part. 2113's good. Okay. Uh, my fa- In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3, the song is in my top five favorite songs of all time. Oh, word. Yes. So, that's kind of my favorite part. Okay. Uh, A reviewer for Absolute Punk said the song instills euphoria in the listener. Can't wait. In this moment, I am euphoric. Uh-huh. Thank you, Claudia. It, it was so good that I literally, like, got trampled on during a Coheed and Cambria concert. And you liked it. And I it. still hear it, and I'm like, this song is good. <laughs> I deserved it. Yeah. So, we'll dip into this, uh, in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy it. It's not, like, like, look, you can tell by the track listing. There's, like, some punk stuff on here, like, pop punk, you know? Yeah. Like, a favorite there's some song about, there's some songs about hating this town, and... Even, like, three, three evils embodied in Love and Shadow. That's a fun one. I bet. I'm excited to sort of practice Claudio voice. Your eyes tell a story. That's how it goes. I'm also excited to see if I put uh, 21 Quite Bitter Beings on Slap City. <laughs> because of 2113? You know, maybe. Also, I, I must have mentioned I did literally see CKY perform that song live before. Yeah? Um, yeah. I forget. I think I was at a Volbeat show. They're kind of like Swedish rockabillies. Okay. So I was seeing them, and then CKY said, here's the song you know, and everyone clapped, and that was it. Yeah, they said, hey, it's the Bam Margera song, and everybody said Also, Coheed uh, 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 and Cambria kind of gets a lot of comparisons to Rush, who you may know have a song called 2112. I do know that, because I did tell one of my friends in real life who likes Rush that I like the album 2112, and he did laugh at me for that. Uh, apparently 2113, when asked about that, Claudio was like, we don't know who Rush are, so... <laughs> Got him. Oh, Got him there. Anyway, we'll see you in two weeks to talk about that. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, we'll see you on Monday. In the meantime, for... catch us over at Pegot. Pegot dropping every Monday. We love it. We're, that's um, where we're dropping. We're dro- who's she? the main villain, Cersei? She's here. Cersei Lannerman. You're on, on Lannerman. Hey, Kim, we're almost done. Hey, Kim. Oh, Did you, how was your chicken experience? It was so nice. It was easy? Yeah. Does it smell good down there? Oh, it smells so good down there. Nice. I'll, does, I'll help you in a minute. Does, does Kim have any P-Got predictions for tomorrow? Do you have any P-Got predictions for tomorrow's episode? Um, 
just so we can get him on. I know we've mentioned trying to keep the you know the stream separate, but this is so it's on record. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the time. I mean, I kind of think they're going to give all the credit to John. Okay. Yeah. Uh, definitely think that's going to happen. Uh-huh. And um, they're probably going to have sex, John and Daenerys. Okay, and they're not going to say we're related. No. Okay. I think like, I think it's going to be resolved. Like. It's just good. Like, I think it's just going to be good. Like, she's going to be like, okay, well, men rule. So, uh-huh. I think that's going to happen. And Euron and Cersei are probably going to fuck. Okay. Mm. What's Harry Strickland going to do? <laughs> Who? <laughs> we'll see tomorrow. What? Uh, God, I love that. Time. Give me some reggae. Uh, give me some reggae. Uh, thank you, Mr. Malcolmus. Um, thank you, Mr. Malcolmus. For letting you, me say your name for an hour. Good. Yeah, we like it. Yeah, thank you, Andy. Thank you to our listeners. We love it. Coheed and, Cam- Coheed and Cambry in two weeks. Oh, wow. In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3. Oh, my goodness. Man, your battle stations. You're you know? excited, right? We love you, hope. Is it your, tri- your decision? Yeah. It's my choice. You know, of course it's my decision. <laughs> well, I didn't know if Brooks picked it for you. Oh, no. He would, no. That would be very nice, but. Would be really nice. Yeah. It would be really but nice. But the goal is to get us to listen to, to things. To, to expand our horizons. Yeah, maybe maybe my next pick will be the one with Welcome Home on it so that I can talk oh, about yeah. NXT that theme. Is, two weeks is May 18th, so we're going to have to reschedule that. Well, we're going to a dinner on the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll be, we can do it yeah. earlier. Whatever. We'll, we'll discuss this over yeah. here. Yeah. I'm also going to be okay. completely... It'll be the night before the, the Game of Thrones finale, so I'll just be completely Oh unusable. my god, it's the night before the Game of Thrones finale. Ah. Okay, see you. Bye, Semper Funny. Right. Bye, Semper Funny. <laughs> <laughs>